0: the the father of the and the holy toast. Everyone relax, this is Tofop, I'm Charlie Clawson.
1: I'm Will Anderson, but don't relax because we just tried to turn on a light in your front room and it flickered like either someone was trying to connect with us from the other world yeah. or uh, we were just going to get burnt to death while doing this podcast.
0: And the thing was, it was obviously very dangerous it's a faulty it was a faulty globe or a faulty switch on the light but i didn't turn it off straight away i was like well let's see what see how this pans out yeah you were saying see if
1: it settles down <laughs> see if this sparky light the one thing settles i know down. about
0: electricity is it's <laughs> it very predictable
1: <laughs> give it a chance it might just be stumbling and it might find its rhythm and <laughs> it'll be right to go
0: i don't want to prejudge electricity i think it's got a bad rap Ever since The Running Man, uh, Dynamo, you know the guy... you know how ah, each, the
1: electricity guy.
0: Each guy in yeah. Running Man had the uh, Dynamo would, like shoot the electricity. That yeah. was back in the 80s when electricity was almost considered like a mystical kind of thing, like people could fire electricity. Electricity still is a mystical thing. How does it work? I've got no idea. You attach a key to a kite and fly it into the sky and wait for a storm.
1: Yeah, right. Okay. So somewhere there's just heaps of kites.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's what power stations are, just lots of kites.
1: <laughs> Imagine if that, like, they're those massive, like, you know, you, you drive past them, and then there's sort of those massive towers, and they mm. billow smoke out of it, but that's just to conceal the fact that they're full of guys with kites.
0: <laughs> it's like guys was- with
1: kites and coat hangers, hoping for an electrical storm.
0: Well, just say, hypothetically, uh, you know, everyone talks about wind farms, and there's a lot of opposition to wind farms, because people think they're an eyesore. If instead, you could generate the same amount of power, but it's just a bunch of kites flying in the air with, like, keys attached to them, like, giant keys, like... Fortress of Solitude <laughs> size keys floating in the sky. I'd be down with that.
1: Why can't they just make the wind uh, like the? I've driven through like America. You know, of course, when you drive from mm. uh, San Diego uh, back to LA, they, mm. that, that they have giant bits of the desert that are filled with wind farms. Yeah. What if they just like painted all the spokes like kites? What? I painted the spokes of, What's the, a spoke? of, of the propeller, the, the propeller, <laughs> the no, well, whatever spokes. the spoke, whatever. I'm not a fucking scientist, mate. <laughs> I don't think there's in any, any danger of people confusing <laughs> you for a scientist. The windy things, yeah, yeah. the things that the catch pokey the wind. things on
0: the spinny things,
1: the things that look a little bit like kites. You could paint them colorfully, like kites Wait. or like kaleidoscopes.
0: Uh, yeah, no. like oh, like when you went to the Royal Melbourne show and they had those, uh, like the shiny, plasticky kind of things that would spin in the wind.
1: Yeah. You know those things? Yeah. What are they called? Whirly-durlies. Whirly-durlies. <laughs> make them like big whirly-durlies. Everybody would love that. You could make it a tourist attraction. Yeah, definitely. That would be a family holiday. You know, like one of those family holidays where you just go for a drive. Yeah. Apparently, that's a holiday. <laughs> I mean, kids love being trapped in the backseat of the car. That's the one thing I've learned from family holidays. Kids love being trapped up and driven somewhere.
0: Did you go on holidays from I a mean, bit. You lived in the country. Don't people go to the country for a holiday? What did you guys go when you wanted a holiday? To other bits of the country, right?
1: Uh, we went to Lakes Entrance. Okay, Like yeah, that that was like, uh, well, uh, part of our family went to Seaspray. That was the lo- the nearest beach. Yeah, uh, one of my cousins still lives in Seaspray. Yeah, and that is a lifestyle choice. Really? Yeah.
0: Like a like lifestyle you, choice in that I do not want to be found by the authorities' lifestyle choice?
1: Uh, certainly if those authorities are offering me work. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and are not offering me bombs. <laughs> like it is it is not a place you go to going, I'm off to Seaspray to find my career. Yeah, right. Like you've, you've gone, I've decided I'm not that interested in a career. I'd like to live somewhere that's cheaper near the beach. So white population
0: less than a thousand?
1: Yeah, I'd say, oh, way less than a 1,000, I reckon, probably. like I mean, I don't know. I don't want to disrespect the good people of Seaspray, but <laughs> I remember them having a shop and a beach yeah. and a lot of houses that seemed to be made out of shit that people found around their house. Surf beach? Oh, yeah, I think people would surf there. Yeah, definitely. And there was a lake. People go fishing. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's that sort of place. Like, you know, I don't think I've ever been to Lakes Entrance. I've driven past it a lot. No, that was Spray. Lakes Entrance is big. Right. Lakes Entrance is, like, it's on the 90-mile beach. It's a really cool place. Heaps of caravan parks yeah. Lots of mini-golf. Ah, uh, mini-golf. Oh, mini Lots golf. of mini-golf. <laughs> you know That's you're you in this yeah. 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 But have you, I've never seen... Like, you, you could watch... literally play the majors of mini-golf. I think there was four. You, have... could, you could play the major tournaments and have a ranking on mini-golf if you went to Lake Sandricks. <laughs> you and
0: the four other people of Seaspray, <laughs> of Lake Sandricks. <Sentience. laughs> yeah. Have you uh, ever seen... Like, you know, in movies, American films, they always have those spectacular like mini-golf courses where it's like million dollar sets, you know. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Like with yeah, with giant windmills, then like you put it through a thing and like a yeah. door opens up into another universe. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. It's a stargate. Yeah, they they literally have one of those ones at Lakes entrance. No, but do they? Yeah. Because I've never seen,
0: like, every, like, Australian coastal town purports to have, like, an awesome, and it's just, yeah. it's like a bunch of plywood, like, nailed yeah. together.
1: <laughs> Someone's just down, put down some astroturf yeah. on a hill.
0: Yeah, it's those logs, those yeah. kind of green-coloured logs that you get at playgrounds.
1: Are you sure this is an obstacle, not just a brick you forgot <laughs> to put somewhere else? This isn't even a hole. Someone's just painted a black circle on the ground. Yeah, well, literally one of them in Lakes Entrance was, like, the Disneyland of mini-golf. Like, you know, great, like, it had pennies as well. Um, you know, if you if you got yeah, a hole right. in one on the 18th, everything lit up, and you got a free game. Soft
0: serve ice cream, in soft the chaos. serve ice
1: cream, and heaps of those trampolines that were like the
0: the the the, the uh, children killers.
1: Yeah, but the pit trampolines, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. ones that are like oh yeah, the professional level. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were great when you were a kid. You're yeah, just like oh my awesome. god, you knew something was classy when they had a like an underground trampoline. Yeah,
0: definitely. If they had the padding around the edges as well, because you know it's professional. These yeah, guys are right. flips and shit on this
1: or legally mandated after some children <laughs> die. <laughs> But either
0: way, the padding is there. Have you ever seen, like, trampolines now, what you have to have around a trampoline? Well, maybe you don't have to have this,
1: but... But, the, well, the, the ones cages, that have got this one, it's, it's, it's like Hell in a Cell. It's the octagon. Somebody, somebody looked at kids on a trampoline and said, we should make this a bit more like the UFC. Yeah, that's right. Like, they're already bleeding and hurting each other. What about we put them in a cage that <laughs> so they can just bounce off the walls? Let's make it out of barbed wire. Mm. Barry, what about netting? Netting. We'll start with netting, but if people like
0: that, then barbed I think that, I mean, you know, I don't want to say we're being turned into a nanny state, but don't you think there is part of the intrinsic, like, joy of getting on trampoline when you're a kid is the danger that you could fucking fall off? Man. But well, that was the thrill, right?
1: The trampolines are used as birth control in some countries. <laughs> Like, literally, if you have too many kids that you don't like, you just take them to a party, put them on a slippery trampoline. It's like, it's like Fire Club. It, no, it's like Thunderdome. One goes in, uh, two goes in, one comes out. <laughs> trampoline Fight Club.
0: We call this late stage abortion. You just take your
1: eight-year-old, put yeah. him on the trampoline, done. Just see what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there. I mean, there's one on my street, like, like literally two houses down from me on the corner. They have kids, and they have one of those giant. Yeah, the kids ever use it? Yeah, kids use it all the time. Kids love trampolines, man. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't matter what age. Like my um, my sister, her three kids. Like her eldest is five, but then she's got like a three year old and like at you know like a six, eight, ten month year old, whatever. Like, yeah, she, when she was little, she literally would just sit in there with the other kids while they bounce, and she would just like bounce around, and she'd be like eight months old yeah, and right. just get like, bounced around this thing. Yeah, that's good for a neck. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better.
0: One thing I know about infants is you like to move them around vigorously.
1: <laughs> Unsupervised. Because <laughs> that is essentially what those uh, those th- walls are for. Yeah. They're not for the protection of the children. But so They're so the, the parents football. can watch the football <laughs> and have a barbecue and talk to other. But let's just zip all the children in this place and let them bounce at each other. And if one starts crying or bleeding, we'll go and attend it. But until then, we are going to have some conservation conversation conversation well, conservation conservation, conservation. Right. yeah i get a lot of parties where people care about the environment charlie so like as soon as the kids are away we just talk about conservation <laughs> <laughs> Do you really no. don't invite me to any parties please <laughs> hey man speaking of my street i just um a painted in my house well when i say a paint in my house um like some uh people from i believe uh ukraine have painted my house but did you ask them to do this? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, just came home. It's, it's an email chain letter scam that I've become <laughs> involved in. No, that, I, I mean, I've been doing some renovations at my house, accidental renovations, as I may have mentioned on the show before. Um, uh, Amy fell through the deck what? at the back of the house. I don't know that. Yeah, she fell through the deck and
0: hurt her leg. Like through rotted wood? Or? Yeah.
1: That's right, like through, I mean, you know, because it's, I, I don't know how long it's been there, like oh we God. we didn't build it, it was there, you know, when we when we bought the house, so it would probably been there 10, 15 years yeah, before right. that, like, you know, it was
0: getting a bit old and dodgy, but. That shit is full of redbacks too, because we had our decking in our backyard ripped up, and when it gets old and rotten like that, apparently it's just like, you know, spiders, spiders like this is awesome This is, we can live here and bite humans like this is perfect perfect real estate for a spider
1: oh it's a pl- great place just to hang out and if any human comes along bite the shit out yeah off,
0: totally right this thing is bound to give way any second yeah. we'll get a nice plump ankle coming through here
1: they've been breeding for 15 years because they've got a chart on their wall knowing when wood gives away <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and in that time they've been amassing an ar- army and there's been like some legend like yeah. there's been the head redback who's passed down this story of the last time someone fell through the deck and everyone feasts <laughs> On this leg, and yeah. everyone knows it's coming up, and
0: it's like the fifty-year storm in Point Break. Yeah. There's uh, one like there's one blonde spider, you know, yeah. who's always talking about the the fifty-year ankle biting. Yeah, it's uh, going to come through one day. Oh,
1: lots of lots of them have actually been venturing out, like into the real world, like but with other spider masks on yeah. their faces, <laughs> like sneaking into kitchens, <laughs> stealing shit, bringing back some pro- supplies and stuff for them <laughs> Um, so uh, so anyway, she fell through the deck and I thought, fuck it, we better get the deck fixed, you know, because she fell through the deck. That's not a good thing to happen. Yeah. Um, so uh, this was all while I was overseas. So I said, get them to fix the deck. And then they dug up the deck and it turns out, yes, there was legions of spiders and, and stuff <laughs> under there. But there was also, uh, turns out all the wiring and stuff that was under there was just completely dodgy. And because <laughs> it's next to the pool... <laughs> People, like... Now, nah, look, I don't know a lot about electricity as yeah. we
0: already established. I'm pretty sure electricity and water go really well together.
1: What they found under there, surprisingly, Charlie, was a lot of guys with kites <laughs> and a lot of guys in socks just rubbing their socks on carpet trying to generate electricity. Rubbing balloons on their shirts. <laughs> so, so then they've said, well, you better get this wiring fixed. So I thought, well, you know, fuck it, I'll get the wiring fixed. That's, yeah. That seems like a sensible thing to do while well, they've dug up the yeah. thing. And then someone else was like, well, you know, while you're getting all this wiring fix, this is probably the perfect time for you to like, you know, put heaters into your pool. Right. Because I've always wanted heaters in the pool so that I could swim in the pool when it is not warm. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, that is like, you know. like like in winter. Essentially, like six months of the year, the pool is just something that gives me arm exercise digging leaves out of it. (laughs) Yeah, right. And I was like, you know what, it'd be good. Actually, swimming in swimming it. Swimming in yeah. it, this thing that I'm
0: paying for. And how else are you going to start an orgy?
1: Yeah. You've well, this- got to
0: have a hot pool in winter if you want any chance of starting an orgy.
1: Do you know what, Charlie? Like, I know that you're kind of joking about that, <laughs> but there was part of me when I bought that house where I was just like, I have a pool in the backyard, like, and if this pool is warm enough, people will start fucking <laughs> You know, I just want to, I'm happy for everyone to come over to my house. And people have fucked in my house all the time. I think we've talked about this before. Like people have fucked in my office. They fucked in my soundproof room. Like people have fucked in my house. Those Ukrainian painters are fucking there right now. Yeah, that's right. They're just painting the house with their dicks. (laughs) That's not
0: white paint they're putting on your house.
1: (laughs) So... (laughs) I uh, So then, anyway, once you start fucking... And I, I don't want to talk about renovations because it's the world's most boring fucking topic. But anyway, once you start doing shit, more shit just needs to be done. So we started doing shit and doing more shit and getting things yeah. fixed and whatever. And so then I had to go to the bank to get a loan because I didn't have any money because, like, well, I'm a freelancer, you know, like so there's times in my life when I'm doing festivals and shows and stuff that money comes in and that's all good, but then there's whole other periods of time in my life where I'm doing free work where... No income. No income, you know. So it's one of those things where I was like, oh, well, fuck it. I know I've got shows coming up and I'll be able to pay for these bills, but right now I don't have any money. I've got to go to the bank and get a loan, Charlie. Yeah. Right, so I've got dressed up because you know me, I'm not... Have you done got a bank loan before? Well, I got a loan for the house. Yeah, yeah, right. But I have never gone and said... Personal um, loan. Hey, you know how I lent all that money from the house? <laughs> I need more money. (laughs) Because I always feel like that is like, that's you saying, I can't handle what you've already lent me. Like, you know how you lent me money, and for five years I've been paying it back regularly, and you've been like, oh, we made a good decision. Now I'm coming to you like, more, more. (laughs) I can't handle this. I haven't budgeted properly. And you feel like then suddenly they start to lose confidence in the fact, you know. So I've had to go to the bank. And so for that reason, I thought I better get dressed up and do the right thing. So I've got in my best clothes. I'm really... Really? Dr- Tell me what you... Describe what you wear. Well... Or, the, describe what you're wearing. You Well, you know me. Like, essentially, I have two looks, which is... Tracksuit. Black jeans, black t-shirt, tracksuit
0: pants, sloppy t-shirt.
1: Yeah, right. So they're my two looks. <laughs> like, you know, either the guy who's selling uh, sloppy drugs pants, yeah. outside of Westfield, or um, I get dressed up.
0: Or the lead singer from Faker.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> so I've gone more lead singer for Faker, but even with a shirt. Like yeah. you know, Oh, up a, button-up shirt, yeah, button-up well, shirt. Look Mister Fancy Pants. Totally, like corporate, like my corporate wear. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, okay. that's what I've dressed up in. Wow. I'll tell you about a great corporate I did actually. I, the, okay. I'll, I'll tell you one about, thing about it. Okay, well, I'll tell you the great corporate, and then we'll get back to this. Okay, because this corporate is like, uh, it was for a computer company. I'm not allowed to even legally say what computer company. So. They're doing this demonstration during the day of all the cool things that their technology can do mm. and I'm just hosting it. And they're, they're wonderful people and they're so lovely. They've done, they do all this amazing stuff that I don't think they publicize enough because when I was hearing about it, I was like, oh my God, if I knew you guys did this, like I'd be much more into you than I am, right? So one of the things they do is they sponsor this competition for younger people to come up with what sort of amazing inventions right. you could come up with. Okay.
0: So it's a bit like uh, the Nescafe Big Break, but about inventions, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: and like but using proper technology, yeah, where yeah. you can actually do something really cool. What are you trying to say, that Nescafe? Big <laughs> break? Sorry. You don't think my art installation? <laughs> so for,
0: for I'd, spent, I'd spent a year putting those pipe cleaners together. Well,
1: <laughs> so for example, someone had come up with this thing and this is the technology this is just I think this is amazing it's a glove an electronic glove that people can wear when they're doing sign language and if you can't speak or you know you can't hear then you could do the sign language and it goes into the computer and it can either be set Speaks to for speak for you or just write down if you wanted to like you know oh right so di- dictate dictate something yeah, like, right. I mean, obviously you can type if you've got fingers but oh uh, yeah <laughs> but, but you know like it's world's worst scientist <laughs> Uh, then invented these gloves
0: that if you make shapes with your hands, it will type words for you. And you didn't think maybe you could just yeah. type on a keyboard that
1: like we've been doing for almost a century. World well to a science. <laughs> <laughs> so I do, there's always that moment where you just go, <laughs> "It'd be fun to finger somebody with that." <laughs> I am, um, but the they then did these series of demonstrations and I won't mention this what this is but this is not the people from this computer company these are all the people who make the computers that their software goes on right mm. so they've all come out to demonstrate what all the new things are going to be in the world of like personal computers in the next sort of 12 months 24 months right, right? Yeah. so they're all and I won't give away confidential things but they're all pretty
0: cool are things. you emceeing this yeah I'm emceeing yeah, right. this
1: but it's an all day event from right. 9 in the morning until 6 at night so wow. like I'm sitting through them presenting Everything that's happening in their business, you know, for the for the next twelve months and everything. That's and happening. then,
0: what's your gear in between? Are you doing like Are you doing like uh, Are you making fun of like the competitors' product? Is not that, allowed to mention
1: that? the competitors' product. Oh, that's one of the rules. Not make fun. No not allowed to mention it. But
0: all your jokes are sort of centric around sort of geeky kind of tech stuff or do you just bend it to get back to whatever?
1: I literally just riff in between. Right. I just have fun. Like it's it, they'll do that sort of thing of like they'll do some like presentation to like the yeah the the 5 salesmen who sold the most, you know, Xbox in the last year and they all wear these like red jackets that they won for being the biggest salesman in the company and there's a big picture of them on screen and I come out and go one direction, let themselves go, that's it. That's all I do, like, for a whole day. All they are like, like we're going to be doing a lot of shit. Every now and again, come back and say one funny thing and then introduce the next thing. Now, that's, where's my check? Yeah, so, so that's what I'm doing. But it's, it's a lovely day and they're all, yeah, really lovely people. Um, but uh, this is the demonstration that I love the most. And see if you can spot the floor in this demonstration, Charlie. This guy's come out with this computer and the idea of this computer is that it's meant to be tough. It's a tough computer. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's gonna it's gonna be handy. Right? So the first thing he does is he comes out and he pours water on the computer, Charlie. And did the crowd go, ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Right. Really? laughs> There's like was was an audible Whoa! Whoa! And, <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Some guy stands up and screams Other oh,
0: humanity <laughs> throws himself out of a window. <laughs> did someone tell Phil that this was
1: gonna be a demonstration today? <laughs> he realizes, you know. Right. we have more computers he's got more the next thing that happens is he
0: shoots it with a gun
1: <laughs> so take that computer uh, and you find out there is no demonstration he's just got this
0: pathological nature of technology <laughs> after this six or seven thing he smashed against a computer we started to wonder <laughs> is he actually demonstrating anything everyone's like
1: hang on this guy didn't even get invited <laughs> there's not even a spotlight on him yeah, I think pretty is sure homeless he just snuck in <laughs> He's helping himself to the buffet. He's like that woman who marched with the was it the Indian uh, team at the opening ceremony of the Olympics. I,
0: you know what? And I did not see one second of the Olympics, not one second, not one second. Not Are one you not second. interested in the Olympics? No, I just, just had. Busy? I've been very busy the yeah. last two months, and I just. But I mean, having said that, my interest level also wasn't that high. Track and field and swimming. I don't know, really I like sort of team sports like basketball or whatever. But I just. Uh, It was too hard to coordinate. It seemed like a lot of work to sift through all the channels and stuff. So I just never actually watched. I did four
1: weeks of a television show that was all about the Olympics. Mm. And I watched 11 seconds of it live, which was uh, Usain Bolt's uh, 100 metres. And then I watched the rest of it just on sort of catch up or whatever. Because it was inconvenient times for us. Yeah. what did you think of that Australian attitude? Fuck off. Sometimes, like, I mean, I love Australians and, like, you know, I, I do. Like, I do. I, I love Australians. But there is a fucking, there's one part of being Australian that really shits me, which is this thing of going, um, hey, we've got someone who might be the best in the world. You're the best in the world. You're going to fucking beat everyone and we're going to be awesome. Oh, you didn't beat everyone. You're fucking shit. Yeah. We you hate you. Yeah, you yeah. You let us all down. <laughs> You're like, hang on. Either way, you had nothing to do with that. Yeah. like either way you were still just sitting at home on your fat ass like if he'd won you would have gone we are great at sport and now because he lost you're going we you f- are not good at sport you are like
0: well no isn't it more like if they win we are great at sport uh, if you lose, you are terrible at your sport
1: <laughs> totally and James Magnussen, like I mean I know this dude was a little cocky and stuff before the games and whatever and has
0: a great surname
1: but sorry. Usain Bolt is the, the the coolest like and cockiest bloke on the planet like, if Magnusson had won the race, then everything would be fine. But he lost by 0.01 of a second, and everyone's like, fuck you, fuck you, you loser, by 0.01 of a second. Fuck you for being second best in the world at something. There was a reporter who actually, not him, but they asked another person who got silver, said, are you disappointed with silver? Wow. I, I wanted the athlete to say, are you disappointed to be part of a dying profession? <laughs> When was the last time you were second at anything, you cunt? That's what I wish the person had said. I was like, I'm disappointed your dad didn't come second on a sock next to the bed, so you weren't born. How about that? I just came second at the Olympics. Fuck you. Anyway,
0: I... um, Oh, Hang on, uh, do you want to just turn the light on? Because I cannot see anything. I'm just seeing a giant silhouette talking at me. You're not the funniest being thing. Being very funny, but I... I
1: see you a bit because you've you got, got the, the,
0: light face. the light. Literally, though, it's like i was been in interrog- It's like one of those uh, true crime shows where they interview a guy who doesn't want to be identified. <laughs> 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 I don't want
1: people to know I'm part of this podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what were, what, what were uh, So we've got to Yeah, you're doing oh. a, co- a corporate event. So this guy's doing the demonstration so he comes out he pours the water on the computer ooh then charlie he drops the computer on the ground from where he's standing Ugh. right everyone's like <gasps> <gasps> like cuz now they realize that he's pitching to the men court masturbating market <laughs> because, <laughs> because that's who wants to know that their computer is both waterproof and drop proof when does a dropping come into the masturbation? When someone catches you oh, masturbating. You get drop No, 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 drop.
0: Is that your instinct is to fling your laptop across the room? Rather than just close the lid, you destroy all evidence.
1: As if it was attacking you.
0: <laughs> I As don't if- know how this got on my computer, but I think I killed it. I think we're safe. Why are your pants down? Don't worry. Don't ask questions now. We just know that we are safe. Whatever it was,
1: whatever that was on that computer, I think I killed it. <laughs> So. he pours water on the computer. Yeah. He drops the computer.
0: Yeah. And what's he saying when he does this? Is he acting gangster? Is he like, yeah, you like that? When he puts
1: water on it? Yeah. Some of that shit? Yeah. No. Talking smack. It, it would have been better, better if it. he was talking smack. <laughs> I would have loved that more, but he's doing a bit more. Or of some
0: it. kind of uh, David Crusoe like pun as he throws it to the ground. Like, download this or something <laughs> like that. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess my server's going to crash. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, he uh, he, uh, that would have been better. Yeah, he was. No, but he was. He was good. He was doing a good de- demonstration. It wasn't like a bad demonstration. He was doing like a you know, because uh, I think they were pitching more to the, the the sort of computers you get your kid first up. You know, because okay. you want your kid to be able to chuck it in their school bag right, or like right, you right. know spill their you know young person's drink. Right. On it or whatever. So it's right? shockproof and water resistant. Yeah, totally, right? It was so a swatch. <laughs> it was a swatch. <laughs> and you could use that computer ten thousand meters under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> so um he's uh dropped the uh he's dropped the computer on the ground. Then Charlie, he's not done. This is the thing. He's not done. Like, it's like he's about to give it the people's elbow. That is <laughs> 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 ah. <laughs>
0: He peeled off his elbow pad, <laughs> swung his arm across his chest a couple of times, then ran from one side of the stage to the other,
1: screamed out, you might have beaten us at chess, but take this! <laughs> uh, no, this is what he did. I'd just- love
0: it if he just hulked up, just yeah. <laughs> before the final move. <laughs> just seen him hulking up, <laughs> rips his shirt off. I love this guy. I don't know what this product is, but I want six.
1: Well, uh, then, Charlie, he stood on it. Well, like stomp? No. No, just, like, literally, like... Just put his weight on He's it. a big guy. He's like, I'm going to say he's six foot six, and he's, like, 95, 100. He feet. was the rock. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He stood on it. Yeah, right. Literally did the rest of his presentation while standing... Both feet. Both feet on top of this computer. By now... He has the audience and out of the palm of his hand. People are like, my God, A, this guy has come up with the world's greatest invention and B, he is the world's greatest showman. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's like Chris Angel or yeah. something. Like, people are just like, this could not be possible. Yeah. Here's what happens next, Charlie. Actually, do you want to guess what happens next?
0: Um, Does he turn the
1: computer on? Is that what happens next? Charlie... That's what you would think would happen next, right? Because that is the big reveal. You then turn the computer on.
0: Yeah. And it's
1: covered in porn. He throws (laughs) it across the room. For some reason, his pants (laughs) are down. No, no, no! (laughs) No. Here's what happens next, Charlie. He picks up that computer and he walks off stage. Right. That is not a demonstration. Whoops. That has suddenly gone from the greatest fucking demonstration of all time. Hey, so he couldn't do it up at all. <laughs> because. <That> it's like. <laughs> because you know what? I can fucking pour water on my computer and throw it on the ground and stand on it, but here's what happens I now need to buy a new computer. It is not a trick until you turn the computer on yeah. again at the end.
0: That's amazing.
1: That is like going to see Chris Angel and he cuts someone in half and then goes, ta da! I can't. You're like no, no. It's not, it's only a trick when you put them back together. Yeah, there again. exactly. It
0: doesn't make any now it's sense murder. At all. You've
1: murdered someone, Chris Angel. That's what you've done. You've gone to see Chris yeah. Angel. He's cut a woman in half, <laughs> poured water on her, and stood on her head and gone ta-da. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Chris Angel got arrested for just basically dismembering a woman. So he didn't. Was there any follow-up at all? No, that was it. No video. No. What the
1: fuck? World's worst demonstration. <laughs> Was what was your joke following that up? Bullshit, <laughs> Charlie. Surprisingly, my joke following that up was quite similar to what I just told you. Now,
0: <laughs> are you fucking recycling material on our show?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. But without uh, obviously all those porn interludes, we <laughs> we took it. I literally did, had walked up on stage and said, "I'm not sure that's a trick until he turns it back on again." And everyone <laughs> in the audience was like, "That's what I thinking as well. <laughs> So is he, uh, or
0: no, it's just he's an
1: he's inventor. He's one of the people, because... He's an inventor. <laughs> he was an
0: inventor. So, you are wearing the suit, the corporate gig, and you
1: wore a suit to the bank. So, I'm walking down uh, the... Am border. I right? What? Did I connect the dots? Charlie has just understood Lost. <laughs> <laughs> You've been dead this whole story, right? Yeah. yeah. So... I've, um, I'm walking down, uh, and you know this uh, Bondi Junction. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a Commonwealth Bank on the corner mm-hmm. of the of the mall there. Yeah, yeah. Now, the the reason that I kind of have to explain that is that uh, around there the traffic is really slow. There's yeah. lots of traffic lights and T, pro-
0: T- intersection. And yeah, I think one's a uh, no no entrance, so it's like yeah. a really slow call. And then
1: there's a mall, like yeah, yeah. you know there as well, so it makes all the traffic difficult. Yeah, yeah. So I have been heckled by a guy out of his car window. And it is the most involved heckle of all time. This is literally the heckle that he gave me. He said, hey, Will Anderson. Used the whole name for a start. That's how much time he had as he's driving by slowly to heckle me. Hey, Will Anderson. Pretty dressed up, mate. What are you? Going to the bank to try to get a home loan? Wow. World's greatest (laughs) heckle. But oh. he didn't know that I was going to the bank for a home of Of all the things to say. That was, <laughs> like, this is my point. It's like, A, that's a weird fucking are asshole. Are you sure this
0: guy existed or is this like a beautiful mind or is this like a split side of your personality that you imagined? Because that is eerily accurate and incongruous
1: for the circumstances. It was stunning. It was literally... Because it wasn't... It's not even... Who yells that out? Who yells that out? <laughs> but here's the thing that is even worse than that, Charlie, is he doesn't know how accurate he was yeah. do you know what I mean like there was part of me that literally wanted to run after the car and just go dude that's exactly that what exactly what's happening. <laughs> you have a power that you should be using for mankind you may be like the mentalist or something that's brilliant is that not that's amazing that's astounding did you actually think that, you, that you're being set up that would make me suspicious
0: that maybe it was a Truman show I would doubt everything in my life oh that like all my renovations were a hoax yeah <laughs> You, everything in your life is a, like, has been like set up by
1: someone else. That is just too bizarre. I mean, like, what are I, the odds of a guy heckling you like with I, not a heckle? I've been 38 years. I'm 38 years old, and people have heckled me both professionally and in real life, and on the internet. In fact, a lot. <laughs> and in my house, stop saying, <laughs> stop saying mean things about me. Um, <laughs> um, never had a heckle like that. Yeah. And on a day when I was actually going to the bank of one of the only two times in my life I've gone to the bank to get a home loan. The, the odds of that must be astronomical, do you not think? Uh, yeah. Astronomical. But uh, I, I just can't
0: understand his motivation. Like, he was either trying to just be cheeky and, you know, you'd nod and that laugh, or he was trying to insult you. But And it doesn't fall in either of those two categories because it's virtually like a statement of fact that has no negative or positive outcome. Are you getting a homeland? doesn't mean anything good or bad, does it? Why? do why would so. You? It is a neutral statement. You know what I mean? <laughs> like normally you yell something out to provoke a reaction, but he yelled out a completely <laughs> neutral
1: statement. Hey, well, Anderson, you've combed your hair and you're wearing a shirt. You, you're totally right. Because what I, he really, if you want to insult me was, um, it would say something even on the same theme. If he wanted yeah. to riff on that same theme, if he wanted to insult me, what he would have said was like, Hey, Will. Doesn't matter how dressed up you are, mate. You're not going to get the fucking loan. Yeah, right. That's yeah. a that's yeah, heckle- provocative. It's a provocative. It's provocative. You've used the fact that I'm dressed up and I'm near a bank yeah. to put the, yeah something aggressive. But it was more. You're right. It was a statement a complete, of fact. It's a, a, a completely neutral statement. It was of like fact. being heckled by not Bruce McAvaney. <laughs> he was just describing the action. He wasn't putting a spin on it at all. Well, Anderson, left step, right step. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. I just I love the fact that he's got this. He's wound down the window. He's got opportunity to yell something out, and he yells out the blandest, most neutral statement ever.
1: And yet, the most genius and accurate statement yeah. ever. So like, so he now writes to me on the green transfer. Yeah, I'd like to know who that is. If like, I. I if anyone know, like, because I'm mean, going to imagine it's yeah, something you might, might tell someone, someone. someone about. or I, like,
0: whatever. I got Anderson a beauty
1: today. I'll see if he was going to the bank for a home
0: run. Then you'll be like, well, wow, it's funny you
1: should mention that. <laughs> so you, got, get,
0: you got heckled by a precog, essentially. Yeah. With the bald, like uh, the, the precogs from Minority Report, you know, those three bald twins? You
1: know what the thing about... Like, <laughs> it was why a van, why are twins? people who know everything bald? Like, what's that about? Like, in Fringe, which we've mentioned quite a lot in the last, you know, few episodes, and uh, the, which will become quite ironic uh, later on, because, uh, anyway, we'll get to that when we get to that. But I, um, the, the people who know everything, in, the, the watchers in that are, are all bored as well. There's something about, like, being bored that says to people, oh, yeah. Serious. Yeah, they know shit. Yeah, Professor X, Luke Lex Luthor. It does. Is it hard to pull off knowing everything with a haircut? But like, right. does your haircut sort of like go, they're like, ah, he, he says he knows everything, but he looks like a fucking hippie. From a
0: purely aesthetic point mm. of view, it's bald people accentuates their brain. So sti- oh, yeah, yeah, stylistically, right. you are saying that this person uses their brain.
1: It's like their brain is so big, it's forced all the hair follicles <laughs> out. <laughs> that is kind of what it is though, right? It's, like, bad, it's like the brain has swollen so much that it doesn't even have room to put bits of hair in there. Yeah, I right. like that. Okay, all right.
0: But, yeah, that's how it works. worth brain search. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, are you, uh, you know, like, in horror films or, like, you know, those 50s kind of B-movies, like, giant brains were always, like, a kind of motif of, like, yeah. evil? Yeah. Is, is, what is the subtext of that, that, like, the more intelligence you have, the more evil you become? Like, shouldn't we be celebrating more intelligence? Shouldn't that be a good thing? I mean, was there ever a character who was good who had a giant brain? In, like, comics or sci-fi or anything like that. They're always bad. I know. Well, I mean... Brainiac. Did Brainiac have a giant brain or was just called Brainiac? Uh, he was just called Brainiac. But I assume he had a giant brain. Yeah. Uh, Pinky in the Brain. He doesn't have a giant brain, does he?
1: Pinky in the Brain. Head. He has yeah. a giant head. That's why he's the Brain, because he has a giant brain. I thought his brain's, like... Brains, you know, from Thunderbirds. I thought it was just a nickname. <laughs> no, no. Like, Pinky was like
0: the goofy the one. one. And,
1: and like, Brains was always had these in, ingenious but schemes he was kind to of, take uh, over the world. But he
0: was... He, his motivations... Yeah, so he's evil. Yeah. Yeah, so he, no one with a but big brain has ever been portrayed as being good. Stephen Hawking. No, but like physically... I,
1: well, I'm Professor X.
0: No, but it's, no, what I mean oh, is you like an, an, an enlarged
1: <laughs> Like one of those ones that is like a giant. Yeah. Like, like, uh, it's stone like a giant guard
0: in uh, Green Lantern or, yeah. or, or Mars Attacks, you know. Big brains are and always And it's sure weird
1: like it. too with the big brain that it often looks like a, a, a giant scrotum. Scrotum, yeah. Like they don't do brain as in like a giant, like just. Skull. Head, but it always comes in like a falls. Yeah, it's both. that's right. Why is that? Why is that?
0: Well, there's the left side and the right side of the brain. It's, yeah. That's the. Uh, I'm not going to fucking even try and guess what the
1: sides of the brain are called. You should do some study on whether it's the same for nuts. Uh, uh, <laughs> if, abula, if, you're, if your left is hand it, is lower uh, uh, than your right, you're more creative.
0: That fucking guy on Facebook who loves to uh, criticize us for our medical inaccuracies. I think it's called medulla oblongata. Is that what the, the part of your brain that controls aggression? That's when they used to give you a lobotomy? Med- medulla oblongata? Oh, you know, and you know how I know this? Waterboy. The Water Boy, the Adam Sandler film. The Water doesn't Boy.
1: Uh, doesn't m- medulla? Of, what is it? Medulla oblongata. Doesn't that mean don't worry, be happy for the <laughs> rest of your life? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it means. Medulla oh. oblongata. <laughs> what a wonderful phrase, medulla oblongata.
1: Yes. Oh. Huh? So I'm getting renovations on my house. Oh, this was the me. whole point of this story, Charlie. Yeah. And uh, you haven't seen them. I saw the deck. Yeah, you've seen a bit of the deck, yeah. right? Uh, you know, uh, I, but I've, I've built a studio Shit. out the back of the house. Like, uh, to do podcasts. Like, I've knocked down the, the sauna that I never used, and I've, like, built an actual... Where someone actually had sex once. Yeah. You're
0: housewarming. Yeah, that's Who right. Who was that? Who that to it, I'm I'm not to say. To say? If you went over your place with a UV light... <laughs> What are you going to
1: find? Like, uh, here's what happened. Like, before everyone did the renovations, they brought in the CSI lab. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just giant. Help me! <laughs> Listen to Topop. <laughs> um, <laughs> Great advertising. <laughs> yeah, subliminal. Um, so I've done heaps of reno's, but the last thing that needed to be done was, like, by the time you fix shit, then the, your house looks shit, right? Yeah. So I thought, you know what? We're going to paint the house. And because oh, the renovations are looking better than everything yeah, else. because I fixed yeah. up everything. We've like put pavers in the front bit, I put in a new garden, like I fixed the place and suddenly my house just looks like shit. Yeah. Because everything else is so good. Yeah. Right? I understand why people get one bit of plastic surgery now and then suddenly they you know just everything goes because you fix one thing. And, and, and the problem up, is else. that it's so new and beautiful that you're like, oh, nothing else matches this yeah, new yeah, and beautiful yeah. thing. I have to make everything else look like this. Yeah. right? It's a bit like that with Home renters. So, yeah. so I've got my loan. Ha ha, fucking heckler. <laughs> and Boy, uh, well,
0: don't. What do you mean, fuck you, heckler? He was actually saying that you I must mean, be doing that.
1: I mean, good on you, heckler.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I concur, heckler
1: if he'd said hey Will Anderson pretty dressed up what are you to go in for a home loan don't worry they'll approve it <laughs> <laughs> then I would not say fuck you so it's been painted by these Ukrainian guys they may not be Ukrainian Russian
0: right? I couldn't tell the difference yeah
1: well I don't want it to be racist about it but they're from that part of the world right and they're fucking awesome painters they're doing such a good job and um, you pay on time Will like my words <laughs> You pay on time. <laughs> they came in, they painted a bit of the house, then they told me I had a lot of pretty things <laughs> and it'd be a pity if ever any of them got broken. Yeah. <laughs> Is a photo of your family? <laughs> yeah, we know where you live. I oh, know, I gave you the address <laughs> so you can find <laughs> the
0: house. World's worst gangster.
1: <laughs> so, I, um... <laughs> they painted my house, Charlie. Mm. And I realised something about my house today. So my house used to be like um I don't even know what color it was like it was kind of a I don't know what color was it like it was a uh oh the outside? Yeah, the outside of the house. I have no idea. Uh, but green?
0: Brown? White? No. It's like a it's like a paley sort of A pink? Salmon? Camel? Pin. Camel. <laughs> What the fuck is camel brown? I
1: don't know. Was it brown? Camel. I have no idea. So you no, it was kind of like a yellowy. It's bizarre. Sort the number of
0: times I've been to your house and I don't think I've ever paid attention to what the outside of it looked well, like.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you two things about what the color of the outside of my house were, Charlie. A. Firstly, most of it was molten dirt. It turns out. <laughs> uh, once the I remember. You, okay, it was green. Once the greeny fuzzy. When the Ukrainian guys came and like washed the walls first, like my house literally already changed color. Wow. So that was the first bit. Not wow. my fault. It was already a bit like that when I moved in. And it
0: is fucking Sydney. Yeah. Like everything has mould in this exactly. city.
1: And I live near the water. Yeah, and yeah. Anyway, whatever. So second thing is, this is what colour it is now. Fucking black motherfucker. Oh shit. I painted my house fucking black. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. But here's the best bit to give it because you painted your house black? Black. Well, it's like a kind of like a really dark grey, but as close okay. to black as you can paint your house yeah, without. Really. It's it going, black? Yeah. Did you
0: love saying that?
1: <laughs> That's what I was like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally, they were going to paint the house Oh, and I was you wouldn't like,
0: like this, Mr. Anderson.
1: <laughs> it comes. <in. laughs> And yes, it does come over <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in the house and I'm like, why are you talking into a coffee cup? And I'm like, I'm Bane. <laughs> I'm, uh, so, what are you doing, Will Anderson? <laughs> Pretending you're Bane from the Dark Knight Rises? It's like, how the that fucking guy know where I live? Oh, that's right. I giving him the. Then dirt. once my house is painted, <laughs> <laughs> you have my permission to leave. <laughs> so, I, um, uh,. They said, oh, well, you've got to break up the black. You can't just have a black house. Like, Ooh, you've got to racist. break... Of course you can have a black house, man. can't just have a black house, man. That's not what people do. You've got to break it up with yeah. other colours so that, like, you know, okay. So here's what they did. They said they put... We'll put some white trimmings around the windows and oh, sort yeah. of the front... Oh, I know this. So
0: I know what it's looking like. They're yeah, looking right? Beautiful.
1: They said, but here's the one other thing that you need to do to kind of break this shit up. You need to have one more colour. What we're going to propose is we paint your front door... Red. red. Charlie, my house is in the St Kilda football colours. <laughs> all right, all right, I have all right. Literally, I'm like Molly Meldrum. <laughs> I painted my
0: house in the St Kilda football colours. <laughs> you know what's even worse than that? If your because your door is kind of concealed. So from the front, you actually painted your house in Collingwood colours. No, no,
1: no. You can see the door. You can definitely see the door right, from the street.
0: From the bedroom
1: or from the no, side? No, because well, you haven't seen what they've done in the front, but they've cleared out the fuck out of everything. Oh, so really? you can literally, from the street, can just see the door now. So that whole, path, yeah. that fucking step of death with yeah. the security light that doesn't no step come of on until... Oh, it works? Now That uh, security I'm light, I'm going to tell man. you a couple of things about my house that you might not know, Charlie. A, the security light that used to come on five minutes after you are in the house, <laughs> now comes on before you get to the bit where the step was. Oh, brilliant. Secondly... The amount of times I've like walked out
0: of your house and towing, well, just sticking a toe out ahead of me every two metres because I was so scared of breaking my neck.
1: A, the security light comes on. B, no fucking step, Charlie. Step's gone. Bang. Take that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Take that step. Fuck off. Tell your story, Walker, pal. Oh, look got that conveyor belt now. Yeah. Conveyor belt from the front gate to the front door. So, you can see right to the... So, you literally have St Kilda football colours. My awesome. house is in St Kilda football colours, right? I approve. I, well, I thought, I thought you of all people might. But here's the best bit. Out the back, my office, which they've also painted, because they don't do that in the same colour as the house. So, they've gone, we'll paint that like a lighter grey like, yeah, with the same white trim and the the little bit of red. I have their alternate strip. What do you mean? Like, I I saw St Kilda play the other day and they were playing in, like, a grey and red and white. Like, the other night, it was like a hundred-year anniversary sort of alternate script. And it was like a light... Well, it's a lighter black. Like, you know, it's a lighter colour. And I was like, oh, my God, my house is, like, St Kilda at home. (laughs) And my office is St Kilda away.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's a good omen, Will. If you're looking for... (laughs) Success over a 115-year period. You'll have one moment of defined success. It's probably based on a fluke more than anything. And then it'll just be years of disappointment and heartbreak from then on.
1: So no different to the team I follow. So (laughs) that's fine. That's
0: fine. I'm down with that. But it doesn't look... From this... What about the tiles and shit? Do you have tiles?
1: Yeah, well, the tiles on the roof are kind of like... No, they're like a a dark colour anyway, so it kind of... okay. So at night time, is it like concealed, like the Batmobile? It's stealth, yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's amazing. It's it's, it's also during Halloween, you won't get those fucking kids
1: knocking your door. They just get to your front gate, it's like, whoa, vacant block, oh well. Can you imagine, oh my god, if Amy didn't live there, like there literally would have been a moment when they were painting my house black and they were like, and what colour do you want the door? I'm like, yellow, with a bat symbol. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to
0: say, have you installed poles yet, down to a basement? (laughs)
1: <laughs> you just know, yeah. dig a cave underneath yeah. my house? Yeah. Just like that? a, kind of like a lair. Yeah. <laughs> with some sort of secret e- entrance that I can go to. And lots of computers that I have yeah. no idea
0: how to operate. Yeah. But I can pour water on them and step on them.
1: And this is not going to be our, um, you know, talk about the, the sort of the Dark Knight Rises episode because we've got other shit to get to. And I think we should save that for a special time. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a big special episode where we... I did see it again last week. Yeah. I understood a lot more <laughs> the second time round. Here's what I'm going to say, just about the, not about the movie, literally just about something we can talk about, which is this. I think Alfred has seriously limited what he chose as a career <laughs> based on the obvious skills that he has. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for a guy... Who's, who, like,
0: a, can dress field wounds. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's... Uh, Had military training, because it. He was
1: in some sort of, like, you know... Knows, knows, like, communications, can do comms. Can find out shit about Bane in, like, 24 hours... Yeah. ...that no one else seems to know about. Yeah.
0: And, and has a pretty defined opinion over a guy that not many people really know about. Yeah.
1: And here's the thing, is, like... <laughs> and can dispense amazing life advice at the drop yeah. yeah. of a heart. Yeah. Um, But also, when Bruce Wayne goes down and, like, you know, Alfred's like, "Where's you know, Master Wayne?" And he goes down and he's in the Batcave and he's, you know, kind of on the computers. Like, the idea is that he's literally not been probably down there that much for, like, let's say, well, maybe not eight years. Like, because maybe he tried to do the, yeah, the project and blah blah blah. But like, in the last, like the Channel Ten show, yeah, try to do the project. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to get on this show. (laughs) I have some witty one-liners about popular news stories. <laughs> um, he, uh, no, no, but he hasn't been down there much, right? He tried to get up the clean energy project for a while and then that didn't work out and then he's just essentially limping around in Wayne Manor, right? Yeah. Hasn't been down to the Batcave. That's kind of the premise. Yeah. All that shit is in amazing working order, right? He doesn't have to go down there and fucking spend like, you know, a day and a half like you know, with his little thing up in the corner, going, you have some like software uploads yeah, that you need yeah, to go yeah. through. Would you
0: like to install? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, no,
1: I mean I can't buy a fucking phone that isn't out of date. Eighteen months from there, <laughs> and he hasn't been in the back cave for somewhere between four and eight years, and all that shit is in top notch order. That yeah. means one of two things: either there's been someone coming in to fix the equipment, which doesn't really seem very right. good for a secret identity. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Or Alfred. Like, been updating it has computer skills at the level of Steve Jobs Oh, well, that or
0: Lucius has just been kitting him out Lucius just probably sends in every time he gets a new like consignment just comes in upgrades it but yeah. there's never
1: ever been a scene where Lucius has been in the Batcave. like there's no sort of
0: yeah I suppose so, acknowledgement it, that he's- so yeah it would have got it would get mailed to Alfred mm. under some false like name yeah Wayne Tech Industries blah 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 and then
1: he would have to Install it, put it together. Fuck, man. So what I'm saying is, he's in his 70s, right? If Alfred is that good with computers, as in his 70s, like is that good with like dispensing advice, with Medical, dressing wounds? Yeah. What point in Alfred's life did he go fuck it? I'm going to be a butler. <laughs> I'm going to make people tea and make their bed. Well, I think,
0: I think the point was when he realised that he could work for a family of super super wealthy people. Yeah. And if you could just arrange the parents to get knocked off at some point, he pretty much gets like access and then to the shake family. Challenge some sort of vigilante, <laughs> yeah, get
1: him distracted,
0: <laughs> encourage him to do some kind of like you know crazy activity. And you Actually, to know, be I honest so. with you, you're right because imagine if that was the twist at the end of Dark Knight Rises, that it was all the it was all the product of Alfred's like mastermind plan. That would that, have been a fucking. That twist. Alfred
1: had set up the fact. That Bruce Wayne's yeah. parents got killed, yeah, so that he could live in Wayne Manor, yeah, and drive the Rolls. <laughs> I mean, that is a bitch in life, Alfred. Yeah, definitely, and, and that's, even, why see, that's why I say that's why I can. Even in dead. Dark Knight no Rises, he was taking a holiday once a year <laughs> from minding a house for no one. <laughs> He was exactly. literally it's a, it's a, minding a millionaire's manor with no one around and he's like, yeah. better take a holiday every year <laughs> in the
0: same joint. Yeah, you just answered your own question. That is why oh, he took man. the job. I mean, if he worked, if he had done military service, like, you know, if you're going to go into a job after, like, putting your life in the line, I think a fucking cushy job where you mind one snot-nosed kid in a giant estate, send him off to
1: boarding school, kill him. I mean, it's a fucking good point. <laughs> you're an idiot if you haven't killed him. <laughs> <laughs> That would have just been the the greatest Batman story of all time. Alfred
0: set up Martha Wayne and what was his dad's name Bruce his dad was
1: something Wayne
0: no, Wayne. Wayne Wayne, Wayne. 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 <laughs> Internet <laughs> sensation Wayne Wayne Was't he a Filipino midget Wayne Wayne He's one of the Thomas at, Wayne no Tom, yeah. Thomas and Martha Wayne.
1: um uh, Wang, Wang is one of the <laughs> the um uh, Adelaide pandas. Ah, oh,
0: yeah, but Wang Wang is also... A, have you not seen the Wang Wang videos on YouTube? No. Gatesy and Justin showed me... Uh, he's th- there's In the 70s, there was this... Oh, look, I might get this wrong. It sounds like a TOEFOP fact, but a Filipino movie star who was a midget, but he's like... He's, he would play, do these James Bond-type movies where he was like this midget, <laughs> private eye, who would beat up bad guys and seduce ladies. If you type in Wang Wang, I think it's W-E-N-G... To YouTube, you can see these videos, like trailers for his films, where he's like in a little, like a white tuxedo, beating up bad guys and you know, like kissing ladies and stuff. Awesome. And there's like, even people that have written songs about him, like Wang Wang, or oh, Wang. wang. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then goes after that.
0: Wang. I'm gonna look. I, well, talk, does, okay. I don't know if I'm making that up. I'm just going to just quickly Google Wang Wang. <laughs> Okay, so Wang Wang. Wang Wang. <laughs> he exists. Okay, So, cool. off to a good start.
1: And now, is it both W-E-N-G, W-E-N-G? Yeah,
0: oh, yeah I think it's a nickname because it okay. says here... Wang Squared. Like fooy fooy moi, moi. His real name was Ernesto de la Cruz. He was born okay. in 1957. He passed away August 29th, 1992. Pour poor out a 40-ouncer for Wang Wang. Better known as Wang Wang, a Filipino actor and martial artist, only 83 centimetres tall, which okay. is 2 foot 9 inches. So, Ooh. what's 2 foot 9? Like? So, if you've got two subways, two, almost 2.5 subways foot longs, that's how big he
1: was. Oh, that's That's uh, tiny. That- Imagine if everyone everyone was measuring... Right, so you can imagine a subway footlock, right? (laughs) Over two and a half subways. Um, I am um, six subways plus half a six inch. (laughs) (laughs) You wish.
0: He's listed in the Guinness World Records as the shortest adult actor in a leading role. So he's obviously still... He must be smaller than um, Mini-Me. He's, uh, what was, so
1: what was, what was that fact? Tell me that again. He's
0: in the Guinness World Records as the shortest adult actor in a leading role. I is, guess Minnie mini has, has never done the leading role. Does Tom role. Cruise not count? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he played secret agent double zero in For Your Height Only.
1: Oh, brilliant. <laughs> okay. But for some reason... But surely wouldn't it be called For Your Thighs Only? Because that's where <laughs> yeah, he exactly. would
0: reach to? The weird thing is your in Your Height Only is spelt Y apostrophe UR. For your height only. Why apostrophe? You are. Uh. For your, for your height only. Is that like for a Bob Dylan year. song? For
1: your height for only. <laughs> only. And the impossible Imagine kid. If Bob Dylan was just writing films for the Filipino <laughs> market.
0: <laughs> he also starred in the Western The Wild Wild Wang. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: would love Will Smith to have done a soundtrack to that. The Wild Wild Wang. I would i just like if he was one of those things where every time he or entered a room, he was like, "You Wang." <coughs> Is that racist? I'm not sure. No, I, don't think so. I hope it's
0: not. All right, so Wang Wang, okay, born was really short. He's when <laughs> when his mother gave birth to Wang Wang, his size was no bigger than a small Coke bottle.
1: Oh. But like,
0: that's hilarious. Couldn't they just. That's almost as bad as me saying he's two and a half subways.
1: No. You have, What's to, measure a small coat h- you have to measure his height only in uh, uh, fast food products. He <laughs> was like three mini Mars bars. Um, the, you know what? Jay-Z's cock, we've spoken about this before, is often referred to as looking like a 600ml Pepsi bottle. Were- so that could actually say, when Wing Wing was born,
0: he was the size, he of, was the size of Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's cock. <laughs> wow. Imagine seeing a cock at your height. Um, okay. Growing up as a child, Wang Wang was described by his brother and some of his childhood peers as a mischievous but cheerful kid. He was also an avid martial arts enthusiast when he was young. He trained hard and diligently and became a skilled fighter. Excuse me. Uh, so he started in show business... With an independent film, uh, they shopped him around to other film producers and cinema outfits which landed him early roles in movies, playing a little child, a small animal, an, or an alien from outer space.
1: Oh, was he Elf? <laughs> oh, If Wang Wang was Elf, I'd be... In- Wang Wang. Wang, Wen- Wang Wang.
0: Wang Wang's first movie part was believed to be that of the baby Moses. In the Filipino biblical epic, Go Tell It to the Mountain, which also starred future Philippine president Joseph Estrada as the what? adult Moses... I don't know much about the Philippines, but, like, if this Wikipedia entry is
1: anything to go by, it's fascinating. This sounds like someone's got to the Philippines' Wikipedia page.
0: (laughs) Another of his early roles was in the 1973 sci-fi film called Moon
1: Boy from Another Planet. (laughs) Wouldn't he be from the moon? (laughs) Which isn't even a planet. (laughs) Moon Boy's all fucked
0: up. (laughs) He played a small alien. Fuck his typecast. Who accidentally crashed here on Earth and eventually befriended a poor Filipino boy? It does sound like Alf. This low-budget film was shown almost a decade ahead of another alien meets boy story. The Hollywood blockbuster movie E.T. E. Are
1: they seriously they trying to? Off. Be- <laughs> they ripped off Wang. Wang from
0: another. I'm sick of Spielberg ripping off my Wang Wang. That is that is a fucking bold statement. And there's no, you know, sometimes in Wikipedia when there's like a spurious citation. statement, they say you know citation, yeah, needed. citation no. needed. No citation needed. That's fucking fact according to Wikipedia. Uh, Manoy, who is the director of the film, later tried unsuccessfully to sue Hollywood filmmaker Steven Spielberg, claiming he'd ripped off the idea of E.T. from him. Wow. How far in the court process do you think that got? (laughs) After playing cameo roles in a string of low-budget sci-fi martial arts Maybe when they
1: asked if he wanted one phone call, he said, I want to phone home. (laughs) Boom. In 1980,
0: Wang Wang... (laughs) was introduced to the king of Philippine comedy. Guess what his name is? And you'll never guess. I don't know why I'm asking. Why uh, you'd, You'll never guess in a million years. Um, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. It's uh, one of the expendables. If one of the expendables. Uh, if, you're, if, you were ta- if you were addressing one of the expendables in an affectionate way, kind of like the way an Australian likes to Sly. address people.
1: Slide. No. Arnie? No. Um, Jean? <laughs> Claude? Uh, Je- uh, oh, fuck, I don't know. Chuck? Uh, <laughs> Liam?
0: <laughs> Wouldn't be much of a story because Liam. I didn't
1: see. <laughs> I didn't see these. Ivan Drago? Ivan Drago.
0: Is. Played uh, by, by um, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Dolphy. He is uh, the king of Philippine comedy. Dolphy. Dolphy, with his film outfit, RVN Productions, produced a spy spoof hit, The Quick Brown Fox, starring Dolphy, and introducing Wang Wang as his Kato-inspired sidekick. This was Wang Wang's first big-budget role in a movie. The success of this movie resulted uh, in them producing a sequel entitled The Best in the West. D-A, as in like gangster, The West in the West. Oh, yeah,
1: Best in the West*.
0: Yeah, but that's ahead of its time. We're talking the 70s. We're saying duh. A lot of people rip shit off Wang Wang. (laughs) Obviously. Steven Spielberg, gangsters... Inspired by the success of Wang Wang's big budget film debut, uh, he played another Secret Service agent named uh, Agent Double Zero, obviously inspired by James Bond. Gee, that's okay. So they're going to fucking sue Spielberg for ripping their idea off, but they have no problem ripping off James Bond.
1: Yeah. Where are your principles, Wang Wang? once Once they realized you could just steal things. like You can't believe his biggest hit, Kiss Kiss Wang Wang. That's how I approach a first date. Hi, I'm Charlie. Kiss, kiss, Wang, Wang, <laughs> and then uh, of course the sequel, Chitty Gigi, Wang, Wang.
0: <laughs> um, oh dear! By the late '80s, film and television roles had dried up. Oh no! They ran out of small alien children and pet roles. Well... And according to some sources, Wang Wang had begun drinking heavily.
1: Oh no! Oh,
0: I wouldn't have been that heavily if you're only in, in the, the mini size bar. A... <laughs> 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 Wang Wang died in Pasay City, Philippines in 92 of a heart attack, age 34. Man, he's younger than me, Wang Wang.
1: Rest in peace, Wang Wang.
0: Yeah, I'll never be half the man Wang Wang is.
1: Well, I think you would be double as that.
0: Six times. (laughs) Um, Posthumous interest. Wang Wang is a subject of an Australian cult video store owner turned guerrilla filmmaker Andrew Leivold's documentary titled... The Search for Wang Wang. Oh. So you can probably stick this out in your local video. Who? Who am getting kidding. DVD stores don't exist anymore.
1: No. Find Download a, it yeah. illegally yeah. from somewhere.
0: Leibold had ascertained that there are 11 confirmed Wang Wang films and a further two awaiting verification. Was it the fucking, like, Shroud of Turin? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? He's the size of two and a half subways. You
1: need 13. <laughs> you need 13 for him to officially be a saint. Three Dolphy
0: films, The Best in the West, Stare Array... And the quick brown... Stair Array? That, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, and the TV archives in Manila, but they're still pretty... Similar. Blah, 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 blah. Wang Wang's online recognition grew in April 2007 with the release of the Wang Wang rap video by Chuds and JR of Our Room. This video was picked up by Australian Music Forum, Faster Louder, making Wang Wang a popular meme
1: oh, yeah, right.
0: amongst members. So yeah. he lives on in our hearts.
1: Yeah, exactly. Rather than a DVD box set, he has a Manila folder. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for all these jokes. (laughs) Sorry, Wang Wang.
0: Wang Wang. Rest in peace. Yeah.
1: Wow. Wang Wang.
0: (laughs) How did we get on to Wang Wang? I don't know. How did
1: we get into Wang Wang? No, it doesn't matter. I, um, went up to Splendour in the Grass, uh, the, the music festival. Yeah. Uh, which was fun. Um, I met someone that, that you would have, uh, absolutely fucking loved, um, uh, my uh, girlfriend Amy has a, uh, a cousin, I think. Her, I think she's her cousin. And she's 17. And you know it's Splendour. Like, it's a big rock festival and everyone sort of walks there and it's, it gets quite muddy. So they'll set up stores along the way where people might sell, like, you know, gum boots or whatever or, like, just crafts and stuff in Byron Bay. She went down there on the Sunday. She's 17 years old and she needed some money. So she baked a tray of brownies, Right sold a tray of brownies, like just a regular tray of brownies for $160, $15 per brownie. Because every time... $15 a brownie? She just advertised it, $15 a brownie. And people would come up to her and go, what's in these brownies? And she would just wink at them.
0: And wow. Was it. But she didn't say anything. What a fucking genius. But she would just wink
1: at them and people would buy these brownies. She sold a whole tray for a whole $160. That is fucking smart. Is it not? That Isn't is smart. That, that's genius. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I winked. I have an eye condition. And you know that there would have been at least a conversation later that afternoon between two people where one of them was like, I don't feel fucking anything from that no. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> and there would have been another one going... Oh no no no. No, no 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 no! Wait wait no, oh, spin it no, no, just, yeah. <laughs> fly, fly back, fly back on yeah, the, the ground. Just lie, just on the ground. Hyperventilate. <laughs> <laughs> I think the
0: brownie will kick in. You smoke this joint; it'll bring on the pot and the brownie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we have uh, we have news, like big news. We've been we haven't been doing a podcast for. Ages, and there's been heaps of people online who have been like, "Where the fuck is our free entertainment?" And I'm sorry that we've not been able to provide it for you, but we've had a a De- thing, a development. We've had a development, yeah. Which is, uh, it's difficult because we can't actually talk, say about what it is. Difficult. We can, we can talk. I think we can talk vaguely about what it is yeah. without naming the specific thing, right? Yes. We're allowed to do that, yeah, sure. Okay, so. Um, it it's funny, I, I, I keep thinking about this because we've known about this for, for a little while and we've been trying to work through what we're allowed to say and what we're not allowed to say and all those sort of things. Um, but I thought it was really ironic that all we talked about in the previous couple of podcasts we'd done was the TV show Fringe and Faux Fop and this amazing universe where shit was going bad for me <laughs> and things were going awesome for you. And... <laughs> And I got back to Australia and shit just started going bad for me. Mm,
0: you there haven't this, had a good run.
1: There was this article. It all started with such an innocuous thing, a thing that, even, that now doesn't even seem like a big thing. But I, um, there was an article about me in GQ, which I think we mentioned th- yep. that I'd flown back to, to do this photo shoot for GQ and they wanted to do this piece. And the guy who wrote it, and I, I don't think he was trying to be malicious. He literally just misquoted something I said and made it sound like the exact opposite of what I'd said. Like, it was it's something along the lines of you was asking me about, you know, when I first, you know, became a comedian. And when I first became a comedian in Australia, that was not a job. Like, there wasn't people who... Like, these days, people were like, well, I might be a comedian as a career. Yeah. But, like, back when I first started, it was like, oh, right. So, bonds? You want to be you like bonds? yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to work? You're going you to be a great waiter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. How do you feel about mini golf? <laughs> so... Um, I said to him, which is the thing I say, and maybe it's a careless thing of me to say, but I always tell this story about when I first told my parents that I wanted to be a comedian and there was this, this look in their eyes of going, couldn't you have just said you were gay? Yeah. It'd be easier to be gay <laughs> than be a comedian. And I told that and he kind of printed it and it made it sound like I was saying something dismissive about how easy it was to be gay or whatever. So yeah. it really bothered me. Turns out that over the next few weeks and months shit in my life was just going to fall apart so my life you know just started to sound like a fucking country and western song you know like yeah shit has not been good at home and I won't go into that of course out of respect but um my car got stolen mm-hmm. and, and like I fucking lost the job that I had guaranteed and it was like just shit started to fucking fall apart anyway on the opposite side of that shit has started to go fucking awesome for you, which yeah, is that's a right. good thing. Yeah. So I guess this is the moment. This is the bit where we have to kind of vaguely tell people about what's going on, yeah.
0: right? So essentially, I guess what it is is that, uh, you know, we have separate careers beyond TOEFOP.
1: Yeah. Well, because this is not a career. <laughs> this is something that <laughs> well, we no, pour money is, into.
0: But this is something that I think for, like, the last two years, like, I have... <laughs> Really be, love doing and been very focused yep. on, and, and, and can you know see like a real
1: future? Like, and I it's think been it's, two years, we did 83 episodes. Well, this is episode 83 or 84, I'm not uh, sure if we're splitting this down the bottom, but yeah, yeah. um, but anyway, this is yeah, we, when we started this, we'd done 82 before this. That's literally two years of you know, basically once a week doing something, like you know, we, we love doing it, yeah, yeah, and so
0: that had been pretty much my focus, but. I have other pursuits, you know. I'm write, I'm act, and I produce. And in the last uh, couple of months, these other jobs have started to take off for me. To cut a long story short, my commitment to these jobs means that Toefop is going to have to go on hiatus for a while.
1: Yeah, because they are willing to offer you money in exchange for not doing this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And in in particular, one of your jobs, which is an acting job, I think we're allowed to say you've got an acting job, right? We're we're not at this stage allowed to contractually mention what the acting job and where it's for, but like it will become apparent to at least people in Australia. Actually, you know, it's a, anyway, we won't go (laughs) go too much into it, but maybe people even worldwide what the, what the job is. Yeah. But it's one of those things that they, they're they a bit more like, you know... This they're is more very protective of, a, of their brand. Yes. This is kind of a family, more family-orientated thing. Yeah. And it turns out that this... Apparently. ...doesn't fit into what their strict definition of, of being a family-orientated thing is. Yeah. Ironically, I've had a career right <laughs> through this and no one's ever tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Do <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so clearly...
0: <laughs> there is a difference. No
1: one gives a fuck about what I say. So it...
0: I mean, it's not, this is not like a, hasn't been an easy decision or something
1: that, you know, was, was, I, you know, I, I was able to decide easily because. It's fucking devastating. Like, I mean, I, I, like, I don't, I mean, you, I know when I was literally uh, up north at a funeral when you rang me and I know you rang me. I know that's, that made (sighs) me feel great
0: (laughs) having to call you at a funeral to give you some more. Good news.
1: I was, uh, you know what? It was. It was not my. It was Amy's granddad who who passed, and he was one of the fucking best blokes ever. But he was ninety seven, and he had like an aneurysm or something in his sleep. Like you know, like I mean, yeah, a a life well lived that way. Yeah, and a a fucking great guy who didn't stop driving until four years ago, and literally was like my favourite. Like yeah, if I who cracked onto my girlfriend on Christmas Day about four years ago, absolute corker. I would like literally, I would go to a party, like you know, like one of those family parties where I'm the person who's like the on and I would just find him in the, in the corner and tell me stories about the war and call me Gil. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the fucking greatest Drilled. blokes of all time. Yeah. And like I don't know if you've ever had to go to a funeral where like everyone else there is family and you're literally just the partner of mm. someone who's in that family you know. Mm. And so we've gone to the like the church reception afterwards because you are involved in the church and stuff and, and Charlie here's what churches fucking should advertise more that they do well. Slice. Oh, what kind? Do you like a bit of slice? Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends. Wow. Nothing marzipan. Mate, no, this was like a range of... Like, this was like sort of chocolate brownie slice. There was the old school sort of lemon slice. There was jelly slice. There was like apricot slice. Like, literally any slice you can think of. Like that chocolate coconut old school slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everything. The whole table was plates of slice that you could have afterwards. Yeah. Here's what I did, Charlie. And I'm not sure this makes me a bad person or not, (laughs) but this is what I did. There's only so much slice I can eat at three o'clock in the afternoon, but I knew later that night there would be a time where I would really enjoy some slice. (laughs) Your (laughs) buckets? I stole slice
0: from the funeral.
1: I stole a lot of Slice. All
0: right, here's the question. You put it in a napkin, right? Yeah, napkin. And then you wrapped it in the napkin and put it in your pocket. I did. And you picked a pocket that was like a jacket pocket because you knew you would not that would be constricted. You wouldn't squish it. You wanted like a loose kind of pocket, right? Like Even a loose worse, Charlie,
1: here's what I did. I took trips to the car. <laughs> you loaded up the boot with Slice. <laughs> Dirty Slice Thief. I was I was like I was in the great escape and I was like just shaking out your pants sneaking, sneaking slice just like cowboy just like shuffling
0: out of the funeral your pants filled with slice <laughs> getting to the boot and just shaking
1: the hem of your jeans slats. <laughs> slice oh my <laughs> amazing I was up north at a um, at a funeral yeah. when you called me to tell me that um, you know it wasn't uh, going to be able to happen anymore and Look, it wasn't an absolute surprise to me because I was aware that, you know, you had been offered this job and uh, there was a little bit of my brain that was like, I wonder if, mm. you know, this is going to be an issue. You yeah. Know? And so when you told me, but I literally, I don't know if you heard because I tried to stop talking to you before, but I literally started to cry. Did yeah. you hear that? No. The, I, 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 Like, not in a, like, I'm going to, bore my eyes out like I'm a big crier anyway, As you know Did you, like,
0: was it a cry like when Alfred is giving one of his impassioned speeches tightly, to that's Bruce that's what it was like
1: yeah your parents <laughs> I cried twice today yeah, once right. when I read this fucking amazing inspiring article about the Paralympians in the paper and it was just fucking blew my mind superhumans and then the next one was when they had a whole page article about the cats they're about to put down and they describe, like, you know, they do this in the paper sometimes uh. where they're like, here's eight cats that we have to put down if you don't adopt them today. Oh, that's a different And approach. then they describe their personality. Oh my And, what like, and I, this just- even though I know I can't adopt another cat because I have three cats and I'm one cat-, cat away from crazy people talking about me behind my back. Um, I read the... And I'm, I'm into it. Like, for me, that's Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what is he like? Does he like other cats? <laughs> so I cry a lot. So my, I, I literally, like, it caught a little bit in that uh. moment. And, and I was just like, oh, my God. Because this podcast has been... I've I, I just loved doing it. Like, yeah, it's same. been really, really fun to do. And we're not... Definitely not saying that this is something that we won't ever be able to do again. Definitely not. Like... It's just we can't go into this too much because no. we don't know too much about no. it either. But the thing you've been offered is a three-year thing, right? Yeah. But it might not be a three-year thing for whatever reason. (laughs) Well, knowing my my track record... Mostly because anything that Charlie is involved with eventually gets cancelled, including (laughs) this podcast. So so your tears were followed up by cold hard logic with, this guy kills shows. What am I worried about? I was like, this thing will be done in six weeks. (laughs) I know it's been on for about 450 years, but he'll knock this over in six weeks and then be back to TOEFOP. Yeah. um, we don't know what it means. We don't know if some way down the track they'll be a little bit more like, hey, you know, yeah. you guys could do something else together. There's just a lot of stuff that we talk about on this well, podcast uh, that they, you he, know.
0: Here's what I think it is, And again, we can't say too much because we don't yeah. know. But you start a new job. You have to go in ultra prof- yeah. professional. So I'm here to work. And that's all they want to know. Yeah. Then other stuff can come later.
1: After a while, when they love it, you can fucking smoke bongs in a cupboard, and they'll be like, "Fucking go for it!" After we a like while, it. you can
0: still slice in a funeral.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna fucking judge you. <laughs> so that's where we're at. Well, yeah, we don't we, we don't know what it means. Um, we don't know what it means for um, like it, it, this. Lit- it, it could be a three year thing. Um, it, it could be longer than that. Maybe it's a thing that'll never happen again. But we're hopeful that. That that won't necessarily be the case. We no. just we just don't know what it means at but, this point. But it's look in the in the very certainly in the next six months, in the next year or so, TOEFL won't be a thing. Who knows what will be a thing? Yeah. But the two of us sitting down and having this
0: conversation yeah. won't be a thing. Yeah. But I mean, we haven't really discussed it. I don't know if we want to talk about. it We can it now. talk about it.
1: Why but, not? But, I mean, this is if anything, this <laughs> podcast is about. I, I I literally before I came here tonight. Uh, like was like oh I'll check the I'll make sure I check the Facebook page so we can you know reflect that because I mean you know, this is kind of the last time we get to talk together in this like, sort of environment Yeah. I thought I want to reflect all the people who've kind of been here for us and like on the journey and that sort of stuff and I'm sorry when you've been messaging us over the last couple of months going when's the next podcast <laughs> and I've kind of been cryptic enough about what's happening you've been good man to be honest
0: like I actually have found it painful yeah like like I feel so set. I haven't been actually able to go to the Facebook page knowing you know what has to happen like I've actually found it really gutting because I mean this podcast has meant a lot to me well luckily over the last couple of years luckily
1: it's even us Charlie we hadn't at least just uh, done a new website and put merch on stuff so I mean <laughs> that is the greatest toe-fop timing of time of all time when
0: I said to Gemma like I said, I fucking, like I said, I can't fucking believe this. Like, I finally get a really great opportunity. I said, fucking two months after, <laughs> we've just shelled out money on a fucking website. We're ready to go with merch. Like, what the fuck? And Gemma said, that sounds very TOEFOLF. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess... You know what I mean? Like if it had been a smooth journey, it just would feel weird. You know what I mean? It's like when Wayne's World they got corporatized yeah. and it was like Wayne's World but it was slightly just a bit too slick. It wouldn't be this show if we didn't have fucking these huge potholes occasionally to fall into.
1: Yeah, but I guess what well, I guess what we're saying is that like for me, TOEFOP is is charlie and i like this is like you know this podcast was never really about anything else other than you know just the two of us having a conversation so whatever comes you know from now we're not allowed to do tofot for a while um i might try to do something i don't know i'm I'm, it's a bit hard for me to decide at this stage because you know um i'm allowed to technology (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how to do anything uh that's part of the reason um but like i like obviously i can do something um maybe I'll just sit around and rock in a corner until Charlie comes back. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe Charlie and I will have an opportunity to do something that isn't toe-fop together like, you know, in the future as well. So we don't want it to be like, you know, this is necessarily the end of it. Um, but at the moment, this is... Yeah. Know. It's not... I'm trying to think of
0: what was a... Was there ever a final episode of a show where then like, the show came back maybe <laughs> sometime later and a little...
1: Oh, blast. yeah, like every show Joss Whedon's ever done. Like, uh, every oh, show Joss like, yeah, okay. ever did so this is got, like, cancelled. And then they, like, uh, is this so- Dollhouse concluded in its first season. And then it came back and they went, oh, we've already showed you what happens.
0: <laughs> Where Firefly that may come back is Serenity? No, I don't
1: know. Does it work like that? Yeah, we'll make a movie three years yeah, from yeah, now yeah, yeah. when you're done with your job. And we'll, and we'll, char- this will be a movie. we'll charge people to listen to it. Now, why would we pay to listen to something we can get for free? But still online. No, we'll have gone away, and we've we'll made all our
0: ridiculous scenarios into movies. I mean, one thing I got to say about uh, you know this new situation and my new employers is it could have been a lot worse for me.
1: Yeah, because they got to judge on what's already happened. Exactly. Yeah. But
0: I mean, that was a consideration. Like when, um, because when my agent sort of presented me with their terms and stuff. I mean, maybe this was foolhardy my part, but I said, look, there's one thing uh, I want to just sort of carve out. I've got this podcast to do with Will called Tofop, and it doesn't, well, what i perceive didn't clash. I just want to make sure that, you know, they're aware. They maybe had never heard of the podcast if I hadn't brought it up. They probably
1: would have come round to it. But it would, have, it would have come up at a bad time. It's, yeah. You're going to get this shit out of the way. Yeah. And, and you're right, because I've joked before on this that, like, I always describe this podcast <laughs> as the reason I can never run Even for politics. politics. Yeah, totally. But... They could have been a lot more like we're not going to employ you because at some stage someone's going to bring up your opinions about someone sucking the secrets out of someone's cock. Well, I think, I mean, God love John Deeks. But you,
0: I mean, because in my imagination, when someone said, oh, he does his podcast, someone in there must have gone, well, we should check it out. So they would have just gone to a random episode, click play. And it's like the following episode of TOEFOP, you know, it contains references to like prison rape, time travel, sex, drug use. I mean...
1: Like, right there. I was fucking stitched up, you know what I mean? I uh, no, So this is what I was going to tell you. I was looking at all the, the Facebook page today, and I also looked at the iTunes page to see what people had been saying while we were away. And the the first review that came up, I couldn't read any further because it was just somebody going, like it was like a one-star review, and the headline was, Meh. And then, <laughs> <laughs> we got a meh, a meh. Right. Wow. And, and it said... It said something along the lines of, like, Will thinks he's a star, Anderson, like, does nothing but, like, talk about weed and sucking cock while his witty partner, blah, 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 does this. And I'm like... Oh, wow. I was like, well, maybe Charlie could get away with it. <laughs> maybe it's just me. Yeah, right. Who's talking about I'm straight man. weed and sucking cock. I'm a straight man. You come off as of Stephen Fry to this person. <laughs> that post was signed Carly Chawson. Yeah. <laughs> So I think this is the world. This is what we've become. I think it's a very toe way to end in some ways. You have become Charlie Clawson. Your world is awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. And mine is falling apart. I've painted my house in your football tennis colours. <laughs> <laughs> it's the time of the small-handed star. Wing-wing, and now Charlie. Realize- you will probably play Wing-wing. <laughs> you will play Wing-wing in the fucking Wing-wing reboot, in the gritty... That's probably Christopher Nolan's next project. This is what will be fucking happening. Wow. Well, Christopher Nolan will remake fucking one of Wing Wing's movies. Yeah, so... Um, the um, original uh, man, VT, moon Boy
0: from Another Planet.
1: Moon boy from Another Planet. <laughs> and he will get you to play fucking Wing Wing. And you'll get to work with fucking Christopher Nolan. And I will sit alone in my St Kilda house. <laughs> crying into cats. <caps. laughs> Fofop. <Faux-faux. sighs> it was a great journey, though. Yeah, no, it was yeah. fun.
0: And look. I mean, <clears throat> the website isn't suddenly going to uh, be disabled. We still no. have to work
1: out because we, wanna- we have a body of work.
0: Yeah. We have a body of work, but we also... Like there's only
1: three episodes that I hope that some new people are just discovering. That's a great thing about podcasts. And, and while we're talking about podcasts, maybe I'll do a couple of plugs quickly if I can for other things that I really like, particularly some Australian ones. I love Green Guide Letters. Um, Justin Hamilton's The Shelf with Adam Richard. I really think he's fucking funny. Justin does his Can You Take Your Photo Please uh, podcast. The Sweetest Plum is a really good one. The Little Dum Dum Club, if you want to hear like, a really, really funny podcast. They're like heaps of Australian ones. And of course, our walking in the room Greg and Dave who have just been we were going to try to do a big super pod tour and obviously let's not talk about we're not going to talk about it but anyway like Charlie's Charlie's Charlie Corsum now so (laughs) (laughs) one day he will take us all into his Corsum universe so it will be fine um, but I need to mention those guys because uh, Greg, of course, is involved in the L.A. Podcast Festival, which has some of the best podcasts in the world. Mm. Um, uh, I'm lucky enough, um, I'm going to go over and do... Are you going? Yeah, I'm going to go over and do Walk in the Room with those guys right. at that's awesome! L.A. Podcast Festival. So uh, if you're in L.A. or if you know someone who is in L.A., please send them along to the podcast festival. It's going to be brilliant. But, um, you know, we'd love to see some TOFOP fans there as well if there's people going along. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, so That's it's it's it, is that it do we have to oh it's sad hey um, I, I'm at your house so I can sign those forms so we can actually sell, oh, we can sell legend dice did you bring yeah. them oh well, uh, fuck do I have to bring them uh, well, I thought you would still have them no I can print them off I'm So at the Sydney Comedy <laughs> Store at Dude. the moment and then I'm in Melbourne doing another week at Walerious we're doing a return season at the Comics Lounge then I'm in Darwin and New Zealand and you know keep your eyes open if you want to come and see me um, you know do something that would be cool <coughs> And uh, hopefully not for the last time, I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson.